Hi friends, welcome back to Unpolished Thoughts in the new year of 2022. This is your host Abigail and I hope that you all had a great Christmas and a great New Year's as well. I hope that everyone is staying safe and healthy and that you guys have so many goals to accomplish this new year and to really take on and make 2022 yours. Today, I'm going to be talking about my reflection of 2021. I think that this is a really important thing to kind of reflect on, especially because we've been in this pandemic for so long. So I kind of wanted to go through each month and just really speak about what I did and things that I remember. As we all know, 2021 was a very tiring year. And I honestly don't think that I changed as much as I wanted to from 2020, but I guess we shall see as we unpack the next couple of months that I'm going to be talking about. At the beginning of 2021, I actually dealt with the loss of my father's mother, who is my grandma. She passed away from COVID, and when everybody found out that she did have COVID, we were all very shocked because her health started to deteriorate right away. I was very sad. She passed on January 8th, 2021, and it was the hardest thing ever. In January, I was also a very angry person just because there was a lot of people who weren't taking this pandemic seriously, like your loved ones could pass at any moment. And when my loved one passed, it was so hard to deal with because you start to realize that that you shouldn't take anything for granted. When this pandemic began, it was already hard enough to go visit her just because of her health. And so we obviously wanted to keep her safe and here as long as possible. Still very heartbreaking to this day just because it's been a year already and it's kind of crazy to think that it already has been. So I'm still very emotional about it and I do think about her a lot because she meant a lot to me. Moral of the story is to not take anyone for granted, especially your loved ones. Moving towards the very end of January, I had my sister's birthdays and we decided to go on a sister's trip to Chicago. We went to Chicago for the weekend and what we did was just eat and hang out. That's all we really did because we didn't really want to do much in this pandemic anyways. Don't worry, we were very safe. We just stayed in our Airbnb most of the time. If anything, we just got food and brought it back to the Airbnb, so we didn't really do much. On my sister's birthdays, we actually decided to go get last minute tattoos because we were like, this is going to be super memorable, especially because we're on a sister's trip and we're bonding so much. So everybody got their own tattoos and we revealed it to one another later that night or the next day. But after we got our tattoos, we just decided to go back to the Airbnb, get ready, look cute for the pictures, you know. And then we went to Korean barbecue and we drove half an hour to get there, but we ordered the food and we ate the food in 20 minutes. So we were super hungry the entire day because we didn't eat as much as we wanted to because we were saving our stomachs for dinner. So then after dinner that we ate in 20 minutes, we decided to go to an escape room and that was super fun. We love doing escape rooms with one another and we just love bonding that type of way. January was needed for an eye-opening month, especially to start off. It was kind of a wake-up call to really pay attention and, you know, seek those who I love and keep them close to my heart because even though we were grieving over our grandmother's death, we still had to keep going and keep moving forward and so that's how we celebrated my sister's birthdays. 
um, and that's what we ended it with. So after we came back from the trip, it was February, and that's when we got COVID tested. We all tested negative, but I guess you could say that was like the perfect timing just because, you know, after a trip and whatnot, you needed two weeks to stay home before, you know, you could go out and do more things just to make sure that you're safe. Our grandma's funeral was actually on February 14th, which we all know as Valentine's Day. And it's the day of celebrating the ones we love. I guess you could say I had a very sad Valentine's Day this year because it was filled with tears, but it was also surrounded by family members that were grieving over the loss of someone who meant so much to everyone else. Honestly, that's all I remember from February. So January and February I was a time of hurting and grieving and just letting me feel my emotions. In March, I was working out for a trip that my family was taking in April, so I wanted to lose some weight from this pandemic, but also from having a stressful January and February of this year, I just needed to get that out some way. And so working out was a very good coping strategy and method to use because I was able to get out some of my emotions that I held in for so long. In addition, I also went to my first peaceful protest regarding the Asian hate crimes that have been going on since this pandemic began, and it was super cold, but it was heartwarming, and you know, it made me feel good because I was so happy to see other people in the community that also cared about what was happening. Now we're moving on to April, and I honestly think that April was the most fun and exciting month this past year just because it was when my family and I took a trip to Hawaii. So we spent about a week and a half in Hawaii just exploring and having a really packed schedule. It really is a once in a lifetime experience, especially with your loved ones because everybody is getting older. So, you know, we're not going to go on as many trips anymore because everybody's doing their own thing. So that was a really nice way to kind of, I guess, send us off into the world. <laughs> The scenery was extremely beautiful and breathtaking, like honestly you just have to experience it to understand what I'm saying. Because when you travel, you just see the difference of seeing things in a picture and then actually going in person to see it. And you're just standing there in awe and it was just so crazy to know that like God has made all these wonderful things. I was also very lucky enough to go skydiving and see how beautiful everything is from the air. I mean, we see everything from the ground perspective and so, um, yeah, you may go and fly on an airplane, but that's not actually, you know, going around and seeing what it's like to be on top of the land. So doing that was pretty cool. I got to see the mountains, I got to see the clouds, I got to see blue water and how far it stretches out, which is very scary, but it was really cool as well. I recommend everybody go skydiving. It is truly a once-in-a-lifetime experience too. I mean, I feel like everybody should try everything once, but if you're afraid to go, then that's fine too. So on top of skydiving, I also went swimming every single day just because when we went, it was their summer season and it was super hot. I kid you not, it was like 95 and above every single day and it, you were just sweating every single time you stepped out of the house. With constantly going swimming, we also got some um, pretty bad sunburn. I got sunburn on my head and my back and my legs. So having sunburn in Hawaii on vacation is not ideal, but it happened because it was super hot. So, you know, just be careful wherever you're going. When we were swimming, we actually went to a bunch of different 
places. We went to Yokohama Bay, Hanama Bay, Waikiki Beach, and all these other really cool places that you could go swimming. It was so crazy because some places the sand would be super soft and then some sand would be, you know, super rough. You can also collect little seashells and some of them and it was just a really cool experience to kind of go swim in different places in Hawaii. In addition, I was able to go snorkeling at Hanama Bay and that is a wildlife preservation. So there was actual fish in there and I actually got to see a bunch of different kinds of fish and you know swim with them which was so crazy and I was super scared but it was so amazing to kind of see how, you know, different kinds of animals, you know, just kind of live in these areas, especially in this one specific place where they really cherish their wildlife. On top of all of the beautiful experiences that I've had in Hawaii, I think this one was super cool just because it involves BTS. So I didn't see them, but I did go to the place where they were in Hawaii and they were filming like one of their BTS run episodes and they went to, I forgot what it was called but I guess it was kind of like a little festival we experienced everything that BTS experienced and that was pretty cool because we were in like the same area that they were in and you know what they were doing um, and eating and watching so that was pretty cool and pretty awesome to know that like I kind of went where BTS went and last but not least, I was also able to start my own podcast in April. So thank you so much for listening. Even though I haven't been as active as I wanted to be this past year, I really appreciate everybody who has been, you know, supportive and really enjoy my podcast. Now, talking about May 2021, it is the month of Mother's Day and I was able to give my mom a really nice bracelet from Swarovski and some beautiful flowers. And my mom loves her bracelet so much and it really matches her and I'm glad that she really appreciates the gift and that she didn't use the gift receipt. <laughs> In addition, my family and I also visited the graves of mothers on my dad's side as we also brought flowers for them as well. I also babysat my nieces and nephew. I took them to the park so that we could play and have fun and, you know, just be the best aunt ever. And then I got together at my pastor's house for a young adult bonfire where we played a lot of games, ate a lot of food, and enjoyed s'mores and each other's company. At the very beginning of June, we celebrated my dad's birthday with a bun cake and he really enjoyed that and just enjoyed, you know, being together. June is a summer month, so after Hawaii, I really wanted to keep going to the beach, so I had a beach day with my siblings and we just spent time swimming and being each other's company. Even though the water was still cold at the very beginning of June, we just really enjoyed it and just got used to it. I also celebrated my cousin's high school graduation where we ate tacos and then we went over to my sister's house to play games with one another. The month of June was one celebration after another, so we also celebrated Simba's birthday, which is our dog. So if you don't know, we have a dog. He's a white Labrador or yellow, whatever you would like to say, but we celebrated his first birthday and he was so spoiled by the family that he actually got his own edible dog bone cake. And that about wraps up June. In July, I got obsessed with donuts and ordered them from Duck Donuts. They're super sweet but super delicious, especially when they're warm because they crumble 
and they just know how to crave your sweets. It fills your craving of sweets, I mean. I was also able to go to the drive-in movie to watch Shang-Chi. In addition, we also celebrated my niece's fifth birthday at my house as well as celebrating July 4th, and we usually buy sparklers and poppets to celebrate. We also lit some fireworks in the backyard as well. My siblings and I took Simba downtown for a walk around Rice Park and also for my brother to play some Pokemon Go. We always stayed until sunset whenever we went, and then I was able to go to Valley Fair and spend some time riding rides and having fun. This was also the month where Sunisa Lee won gold medal in the all-around gymnastics competition in the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, which marked history for the Hmong people and we're so proud of her, so thank you Sunisa Lee for making history. Moving on to August, we started off by celebrating and taking part in Vacation Bible School, also known as VBS, with my church. And it's always been so fun to work and be able to, you know, be around in everybody's presence, especially because COVID is so eminent in society still. Then I took a trip to Wisconsin Dells to celebrate birthdays. We went and stayed at Mount Olympus Resort, but when we first got there, we played some mini golf. And then it started to pour like crazy, so everybody stopped playing, but my group decided to keep playing because this is what makes the trip fun and we wanted to make the most memories as possible. We also spent time going to the resort to swim and ride rides. In addition, as I said before, my family is very big on escape rooms. So we did two escape rooms and, or one actually, and I think that it was kind of scary and confusing at times, but Overall, it was really fun because, again, I love doing these types of things with my family and bonding with them. Last but not least, I was preparing for nursing school as I started on the 25th as I celebrated my birthday two days before I started, so the 23rd. Also, I was doing orientation at the time, so it was kind of nerve-wracking, but it was the start of my nursing journey and how awesome could that be? Last but not least, I'm going to be talking about my experiences from September to December altogether just because that was all pretty blurred out altogether, so I'm just going to be talking about them. At the start of September, we celebrated my mother's birthday with a cake and a small gathering, and then sooner or later, I was busy with nursing school non-stop, like literally non-stop. I guess you could say that this semester was the most stressful moments of my life. I had to step out of my comfort zone to make friends all over again, and I was afraid that it would be hard, but everyone was so nice and friendly, and um, we had an all-girl cohort, so there was no males in our cohort, and that was pretty interesting. I learned a lot from every single one of my interactions and friends, and so I I'm glad that I met them overall. Nursing school also taught me that the smartest people also struggle because it is truly very hard and so different. I feel like as much as I stress it, a lot of people won't understand what it's actually like until you are experiencing it for yourself. Now I will be talking about the valuable lessons I've learned in nursing school. Nursing school has taught me that not everyone can get in. Just because you have good grades and whatnot, you have to go through the whole interview process and they really pick out who they want to be in the program. Your grades matter, but your purpose and driven mindset is more important and they care about that more. As I continuously say more every single time. (laughs) The second thing is you are truly working towards a difficult degree. All my professors say that your BSN or also your Bachelor's of Science in Nursing is one of the hardest things you'll ever need to receive and that is because you have to learn everything from ground up and that is basically your foundation for your entire career. And last 
but not least, you need to be a strong-minded and dedicated person to continue nursing school. It is very mentally exhausting and very physically demanding too. I remember the first time I had to take my first nursing exam in the program and it was so nerve-wracking because I just felt like I knew things but then I wasn't sure what the answer was and nursing questions are based on what is the most correct answer. So it's not about, oh, it's this answer specifically. You know, it's all of these answers are correct in some sort of way but which one is the first thing that you should do or what is the most important thing to remember when you're dealing with this type of patient and that's where I got really discouraged because my grades on my exams were really deteriorating and they were doing so bad because my grades on these exams were so bad I was so discouraged and I felt like I didn't know what I was doing and why I was in nursing school anymore I felt like I was the only one who was actually feeling these types of things like I thought I was stupid I thought I wasn't smart enough I thought that I wasn't putting enough time in it even though all of my time was dedicated to nursing school there was no break in between to really separate my personal life and my school life. All of that kind of clashed into one and I guess that's just how the semester ended and it's all kind of blurred to me now. I spent a lot of the days crying at night because I was so frustrated that I couldn't learn this for an exam or I just didn't feel confident in myself that I could pass an exam and I went in with the wrong mindset which made me think that I could possibly never pass an exam in nursing school. I learned a lot about myself and I needed to change my studying habits to really correlate with what's going on in nursing school because what I realized is that you can't just stick to one specific studying method. A lot of people can do that but what I've realized and what a lot of other of my peers realized as well is that you have to change your studying habits according to what you're learning and what makes sense to you. I always knew that I was a very visual and kinesthetic learner so when I was trying to learn material it was really hard because some of these things I couldn't do on hand skills for like I couldn't learn the theories on hand and apply them to real situations. Like, yes, we use them daily in practices, but we don't use that daily when we're interacting with a patient. This was also the time where I kind of noticed that I needed a little bit more help and I decided to go get help in counseling and that has brought me out of where my negative mindset was from nursing school. It really helped to go and talk to somebody about how I felt because I'm always the type of person to just keep everything inside. I don't really like to tell anybody my feelings just because that's being a little too vulnerable for me. My counselor is so amazing. She always had time for me to just spelt out my feelings and let me you know, really go through my emotions. Like, if I wanted to cry, I would cry. If I wanted to rant about something, I could. She didn't put any limitations on what I would say and just really try to expand those thoughts so I can get everything out. On top of that, I was also diagnosed with severe anxiety and moderate depression. I did realize that I had anxiety. I mean, everybody has a little bit of anxiety and depression in them, but for me personally, I found that it was really hard for me to not worry about the next thing because since I wasn't doing well in nursing school, I was kind of in that mindset of, oh my gosh, I need to worry and do better on the next exam so that I can pass every single time and do better so that I can feel good about myself and feel like I'm in a good place to where 
I can still catch up. And then with my depression, I figured out that it was because I was so negative about everything. Like, it just felt like nursing school really wasn't for me. Like, when you get in and you just realize that your scores aren't enough and people are always saying that your grades are not what defines you, but it is what defines you in nursing school because you have to get the certain grades. I mean, in any degree too, you have to get those certain grades to pass. And so I was very stressed out and I became very sad because I didn't have an alternative plan. So that was scaring me a bit because nursing was the only thing that I've ever wanted in my life. And getting in and going through the whole semester, it just felt like I was too dumb enough to even continue nursing school. With the negative mindset, I cried myself to sleep when I couldn't study enough for an exam. And it was always kind of those things where I just kind of second-guessed my studying habits and I always told myself that I was going to improve but it's so hard to improve when you just don't see yourself improving so I became so sad and I even thought about dropping out and just kind of running away from my problems I thought that not passing the first semester it was going to be the end of my life and the end of my dream career that I always wanted looking back on this past semester I realized that I was too harsh on myself and I need to give myself a little bit of grace because I was able to make new friends, I was able to take on new experiences with clinical, I was able to realize that this is something that I actually want to do in the future. I need to be able to pat myself on the back for accomplishing so many things this past semester and this past year because this year has been super hard and super exhausting as well as super fun and enjoyable. I have learned a lot from nursing school and I'm ready to take those into the next semester so wish me luck and let's hope that I can get this degree because it is super hard <laughs> overall I am glad to say that I learned a lot this year and I gained so much from my experiences and for 2022 I'm ready to take new opportunities that come my way and to also focus on self-improvement so that I can become a happier and better version of myself. The very last thing I want to leave with you is with a quote. It's a quote about yourself and I hope that you take this year to learn more about who you are and to love yourself a little bit more every single day. The quote says, you are allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. With change comes new opportunities and learning to push yourself to strive for greatness and make 2022 your year. Thank you for listening into Unpolished Thoughts in the new year. I hope that you really enjoyed this year wrap up and reflection of 2021. This is your host, Abigail, signing off, and I'll see you in the next one.